I'm walking down the path in my garden and I have a suggestion for you on how you could help with global warming. With a large lawn, I found a simple way of making a big difference. I sold my ride-on mower and bought a top-of-the-range Cress robotic lawnmower. It runs off rechargeable batteries and uses cutting-edge technology to mow and maintain a lawn this size. The petrol mower has gone, and with it, the emissions. I actually don't know why I didn't sell the ride-on sooner. With the Cress robotic lawnmower, the lawn is actually looking better. The tiny grass cuttings fall into the grass roots, helping to fertilize the grass. And the family doesn't have to put up with the noise and fumes from the ride-on. And I've freed up more of my time to spend with them and in the garden. It's an easy step. And you could also be making that change today. Ask for Cress in your local garden machinery dealer. Or visit cress.com. Hello and welcome to a June edition of the Royal Horticultural Society's Gardening Podcast. I'm Jenny Bowden, one of the RHS's gardening advice team. This podcast is made by and for people who are passionate about gardens, gardening and the natural world around us. From bees to brassicas and clematis to cucumbers, there's something to interest everyone who loves the outdoors, whether expert plantsman or garden newcomer. Coming up today... With the extensive media coverage of the RHS Chelsea Flower Show in London, which is where I am today, few people can be unaware that this is flower show season. And this year it's more exciting than ever, as a brand new RHS flower show at Chatsworth House in Derbyshire joins the exalted ranks of Chelsea, Hampton Court Palace and Tatton as must-visit summer events for garden lovers. Much press attention focuses on the designers and show gardens, but there are teams of professionals working to help them achieve their perfect garden designs. We go behind the scenes to meet some of the unsung show garden heroes. We'll also review some of the winners of this year's RHS photographic competition. What are the secrets of a great garden picture? Plus, we'll bring you details of next year's competition. But first, some news. Back in April, we told you about an exciting competition run by the RHS in conjunction with the BBC One show for a community group to win plants from Nigel Dunnett's stunning Green and Grey Britain show garden, which he exhibited here at this year's Chelsea Flower Show. The competition had an enthusiastic response from a diverse range of groups, allotments, sports clubs, sheltered housing, schools and local regeneration groups. The winner was revealed this week. Here's the One Show's gardening guru, Christine Walkden, to tell us more. Christine Walkden from a sun-soaked Chelsea flower show stood next to the green in Great Britain garden and we're here to announce the winners of a competition that the One Show put together to ask a community to say why they would love to have a garden in their space. And the garden's looking very beautiful, um, created by Professor Nigel Dunnett and it's looking absolutely stunning in shades of pale purples, nice tones with the Sambuca the purple elder everything's looking beautiful and we've got some children coming from the school to actually see the garden see the plants and one little girl has got the pleasure of presenting a bouquet to the queen and the one show will be transferring this garden over the next fortnight to Swansea and helping them plant it up along with the RHS to make their garden and their community space very very special 
The winners are the Burleys Primary School in Swansea. Al Sebastian, head teacher, Burleys Primary School in Swansea. Mike Bowen, deputy head teacher of Burleys in Swansea. If you remember the scene in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, when they're just about to walk into that chocolate room, when the children turned the corner here and came into the garden, their mouths literally hit the floor. It is unbelievable. We don't have much flowers or anything in our school, so it would be much better to put a garden in instead of just leaving all the concrete blank. We've got an inner courtyard in the school which we've not developed yet. It's surrounded, the school is around the quadrangle, so it'll be a fantastic sort of central point for the, all the children and staff to see and to use. So it'll really bring colour and vibrance to the area and a little place of calm, a little oasis of tranquility for anybody to go and sit and read and, or have a little chat with their teacher or perhaps just to sort of do some artwork and, of course, gardening. Staff and pupils of the Burley Primary School from Swansea. Judges said their enthusiasm for Professor Dunnett's groundbreaking work on environmentally beneficial gardens shone out. The garden's destination, a bare tarmac courtyard in the centre of a school, is truly grey. We hope it will be a wonderful demonstration of the power of plants and gardening to transform an underused space into a living green heart for the school. You can see photos and information about Nigel Dunnett's fascinating and beautiful garden on the RHS website. Here you can also follow reports of the garden's journey from Chelsea to Swansea and how the school gets on with their amazing new green space. I'm Jenny Bowden and you're listening to the RHS Gardening Podcast. Sticking to the competitive theme, another highlight of this year's show here at Chelsea was the display of stunning winning images from the RHS Photographic Competition. This year, for the first time, visitors could enjoy the photos of the beautiful surroundings of the show's brand new garden gallery. The 2017 competition received thousands of breathtaking entries from photographers with all levels of experience. So, what is the secret of a prize-winning garden photograph? We visited the exhibition to find out. I'm Chris Young, editor of the RHS Garden magazine the garden and I also oversee the RHS photographic competition and we're here on press day at the Chelsea Flower Show uh, with our first ever gallery exhibit at Chelsea. It's brilliant to have this here at Chelsea because it just shows and reinforces the link between people's passion at gardening and passion for photography. Last year we launched a new and invigorated photo competition for the RHS. We've had one for about 20 years, but last year we wanted to make it bigger and better, so we opened it up to members and non-members. It's free to enter for up to five images, and we brought in some new categories. So we have a social media category where people could just upload images, and then our social media followers could uh, vote for the ones that they like the most. We've got some younger children's categories. We've got a category all about greening Great Britain, our passion for getting people to grow plants and uh, put gardens into earth urban areas and when I look around me I just see the variety of images that we've got and to me it just sums up the variety of gardens and people's passion uh, when they're gardening and taking photography. One of the elements of the photographic competition I really enjoy is the children's section. So we have two. We have one which is 11 to 18 and one for 11 and under and it is fascinating to see children's view of the world of gardens of plants because they're quite different from adults and there's a simplicity and innocence about them where they just take the photo and it's funny or it's sad or it's simple or it's complicated and there's not too much thinking about it but it's just a really lovely way of actually understanding what children are looking at and how they view things. 
So Tim Guttons is the young winner of the RHS Photographic Competition 2017, and he's taken this really quite unusual and abstract image, which is of an ant walking on the underside of a leaf. And I believe he's actually taken it on his iPhone. But the detail and the texture of the underside of the leaf with the sort of chevrons of um, the back of the leaf with the ant walking in the opposite direction it's an amazing composition and again there's a bit of serendipity a bit of luck a bit of chance as there often is with good photography but also there's a real eye that he's got for that and uh, we're really really proud that he's got that and, and to show the quality of photography for somebody who's aged under 18. The winner of the RHS Photographic Competition 2017 is a lady called Diane English, and she's called her image Spring, but actually you could give it a different name, which is Speedwell or Veronica, which is the plant itself. And the image is really quite captivating. The shallow depth of field, the simplicity of the greens and the yellows, contrasting very very well with the blue of the flower it's a really evocative image and it's it's just a different view she's got up close and personal with the plant it's a really intimate view of the flower and i think as a composition it's a really great photo and we're really proud to, to make it the winner of this year's competition all of the images that have uh, won not only the overall winner and the young overall winner but all of the category winners from first second third and the commendeds are all on our website at rhs.org.uk forward slash photocomp this year's competition is now open and actually closes on the 31st of January in 2018. But for anyone going to any of our four gardens around the country, there's going to be an exhibition at the four gardens from July until October. So if you check in with the details at the RHS Gardens, you'll know when the photo exhibition is being toured at your local garden. Chris Young, editor of the RHS magazine for members, The Garden. As Chris mentioned, you can find details of the 2018 competition and see all the winning photographs at rhs.org.uk forward slash photocomp. As well as the informative and inspirational magazine, one of the many other benefits of joining the RHS is free access to our four gardens, plus privileged access to RHS shows and events. This summer, there are many events and activities for you to enjoy across the country. Here's a selection of what's on offer over the coming weeks. Enjoy displays of unusual plants, chat to friendly experts, take part in free propagation and plant care demonstrations and purchase rare plants at the Plant Society Show at Wisley on the 17th and 18th of June. That's free with normal garden entry. Walk on the wild side at Hyde Hall on the 8th of June. Take a walk around the garden with enthusiastic and knowledgeable RHS staff who will reveal our secret wildlife. Discounted places are available for RHS members. Join us at Rosemore on the 10th and 11th of June for Hostas in a Spotlight with Cottage Garden Nursery. It's a free event in the Plant Centre with short talks and demonstrations at 2pm and 3.30pm. Come to Harlow Carr on the 3rd and 4th of June for our bee weekend. Meet our wild bee expert and discover live bee demonstrations, activities and lots of information on bees and beekeeping. Full details of these events and many more are on our website. Go to rhs.org.uk forward slash event search. And finally, the unsung heroes of garden design. As press coverage of the RHS flower shows often focuses on the fabulous flights of creativity of the garden designers and the perfection of the finished show gardens, it's easy to imagine that these are the sole work of the individual artist. But that's far, far from the reality. 
Each garden exhibited at a show is a result of months, if not years, of work and collaboration between scores of garden professionals, there's nurserymen, landscapers, construction teams, and of course teams of workers who plant and prune under the careful supervision of the designer to make his or her vision a reality. We went behind the scenes to speak to these unsung heroes. My name's David Dodd. I'm the owner of the Outdoor Room and we are contractors uh, at the Chelsea Flower Show 2017. We've built three gardens, one for Breaking Ground, designed by Andrew Wilson and Gavin McWilliam. Uh, we built the Breast Cancer Nail Garden for Ruth Wilmot in the Fresh category and we've designed and built the Hartley Botanic Stand. We've been doing it for a long time now and we get approached every year by various designers it's not arrogant, we just have a process of selecting the ones we want to build, uh, which is a lovely privileged place to be, and we then go through it, talk to them, uh, and we have to make sure that it's going to be properly project managed and it can be realised as well, and we can turn their vision into the garden within the time frame we've got. The designers usually go to the nursery people directly and supply the plants. We have had it where we'll go along with them and help the plant selection but they usually take that into hand themselves so we will choose all the hard landscaping materials we will choose the specialist subcontract workers so for things like metalwork sculptures water features and then we've got to work on which is going to be the team we want to build that garden that will usually involve about 10-15 people every day for 14 hours a day and uh, that's for a solid 19 days to make it come to life. The ideal team is a good designer who knows exactly what they want, who's a good communicator with the contractor, then they're the ones which always produce the best gardens and the best results. And, and this year we've had nothing but happy builds. Uh, really, really, it's been a delightful year with, with, with um, Gavin and Andrew and Ruth Wilmot. So we've had some problems on the breast cancer now garden. There was there was this out new outside render we were using and it didn't work. And so it was a case of getting the plasters back and, and, and you know Ruth was getting slightly nervous and I said, No, 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 it'll be fine, it'll be fine. And it was fine. You know, it all came good in the end. But it, it, it did sort of that was that was one sleepless night. But Gavin and Andrews, which was a very, very complex build. It was so well organised, it was, it was uh, an absolute doddle. And I shouldn't say that because I'm going to jinx myself. The public perception of landscaping is, is, it, is it just gardening? Is it doing a bit of weeding? It can be that, and obviously maintenance is required, and, and, you know, but high-end maintenance is required. But construction is you, you need to come to somewhere like Chelsea or Hampton Court, Cardiff, any of the RHS shows, have a look and you'll see how diverse and complex landscape construction can be. Every day is a school day. It's fantastic. For school leavers, don't let that put you off if you want to get out of school. A school day in a good way. But honestly, have, have a look at the diversity. Watch it on the telly. That's what got me inspired when I was a kid. Have a look on the telly of what goes on. And, and it's fantastic learning about new materials, new products, new techniques all the time. And uh, it's been wonderful this year. We've worked with so many new materials and working with probably some of the finest craftsmen I've ever seen. Britain, I think, second to none in the world. We have the finest landscape industry, but we need to keep promoting that. I'm getting too old to keep doing it all. I need the, I need the next generation to come along. Help! <laughs> 
Uh, my name's Jamie Butterworth. I'm show plant manager at Hortus Loci Nursery and I'm an RHS ambassador. So my job is purely growing the plants for um, RHS shows. So that's every show from Malvern, Chelsea, Chatsworth, Hampton, Tatton and an even Wisley show in the autumn. So I basically get involved with all of the glitz and the glam of the shows and then we also have the wholesale side of nursery where they deal with some of the leading garden designers and landscape architects across the UK, Europe and the rest of the world really which is quite fun. I've had a passion for plants since about the age of nine after watching Monty Don on the television and funnily enough I think it may well have been Chelsea Flower Show that I was watching and throughout my teenage years I always used to watch Chelsea and I always used to dream of one day perhaps being lucky enough to visit the show never mind being lucky enough to supply the plants for 11 of the gardens and so six years ago I first uh, helped out Andy McIndoe on the Hilliers garden inside the floral marquee which at the time they had the they had the garden around the monument and it was all very special and very lovely um, Andy introduced me to a whole range of designers and a whole range of lovely people. Uh, the following year I helped out several other designers and a couple of years ago I helped out the wonderful Matt Keatley on his first ever garden Help for Heroes and then the subsequent year I helped him out on his second year which was um, the Centre Barley Garden with Prince Harry. Hortus Loci grew the plants for that garden so I actually went along with Matt to uh, check on the plants, to play around with combinations, see what was what, get your eye in, that sort of thing before the show. So we went along in April 2015 and whilst I was there I got talking to Mark Schraver who's the director of Hortus Loci. I was still a student, I was coming, so it was April in my final year at Wisley so I was starting to think about what I'd be doing post Wisley and at the time I had no idea so this was an absolute blessing and I was very lucky to get offered the job and as soon as I went and started working there I just fell in love with the place it's my dream job I, the two things I love the most in life are Chelsea and the atmosphere of flower shows and plants and so to be able to grow the plants for some of the best garden designers in the world uh, we're sat next to Andrew Wilson and Gavin McWilliams Chelsea Garden at the moment and it is just stunning these are people that I've idolised these are people I've watched on TV all my life and to be able to grow the plants for them is is a privilege and so I'm, I'm very lucky in order to make a show garden work and in order to make a show garden work really well you need to have a sort of that magic combination you need to have a designer who's got a fantastic eye. You need a fantastic contractor to build the garden. So at Chelsea we're surrounded by the best of the landscapers and the builders and the joiners and the plumbers and the amount of hard landscaping that goes into these gardens is just bonkers. It's something I've not been ever been very good at. David Dodge just walked past who has to be the best of them all. He's the king of the landscapers. Um, and then the third piece you need is as a plant supplier. And so we're a, we're a modest part of a very big team. You need all of those elements of that team to work and work really well. And this year's Chelsea has been an absolute delight to work with because it has all gone so well. The designers have been brilliant. The landscapers have been fabulous. And we've been very lucky with our plants. <laughs> And you can see Jamie and David's work for yourself if you visit the show gardens at Chatsworth from the 7th to the 11th of June and Hampton Court Palace from the 4th to the 9th of July. Well, I'm afraid that's all we have time for on this podcast. We'll be back in a fortnight. Until then, remember you can like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at the underscore RHS. For now, from me, Jenny Bowden and all the podcast team here at Chelsea, thank you for listening and goodbye.
I'm walking down the path in my garden and I have a suggestion for you on how you could help with global warming. With a large lawn, I found a simple way of making a big difference. I sold my ride-on mower and bought a top-of-the-range Cress robotic lawnmower. It runs off rechargeable batteries and uses cutting-edge technology to mow and maintain a lawn this size. The petrol mower has gone, and with it, the emissions. I actually don't know why I didn't sell the ride-on sooner. With the Cress robotic lawnmower, the lawn is actually looking better. The tiny grass cuttings fall into the grass roots, helping to fertilize the grass. And the family doesn't have to put up with the noise and fumes from the ride-on. And I've freed up more of my time to spend with them and in the garden. It's an easy step. And you could also be making that change today. Ask for Cress in your local garden machinery dealer. Or visit cress.com. Discover the beauty of an RHS membership all year round. Save 25% off an RHS membership today when paying by direct debit. Prices start at just £55.50. With a membership, you'll gain access to an array of special events at our gardens all year round. Be the first to know about RHS flower shows and get exclusive member-only days plus reduced-rate tickets. And you'll have the chance to enhance your gardening know-how with access to free expert garden advice, monthly editions of The Garden magazine and so much more. Terms and conditions apply.